Hello and welcome to Trinity Fit Over 40 podcast with me, Rob Burkhead. Today's episode is an interview with Trinity member Lou Marsh. Since joining Trinity back in 2020, Lou has lost over seven and a half stone, the most anyone has ever lost inside one of our programs. Now, Lou has already been on the podcast talking about how she lost six stone back in January. And since then, she's lost another one and a half stone and maintained it over the past six months or so. So this is someone who you really want to listen to if you want to lose weight and keep it off. So in today's episode, we dive into what it's like to lose so much weight, the effect it has on your identity and how to come to terms with that, how to deal with negativity from others when you've lost weight, fears about maintaining the weight loss, and how and why Lou's now completely confident maintaining this long term. This interview was absolutely amazing. So without further ado, let's get straight into today's podcast with Lou Marsh. Lou, first of all, welcome back to the podcast. So last time we spoke, it was January this year. So January 2021, nine months ago. You were at that point, you were six stone down from where you started, and you started about 16 stone and 13. Um, you're just above BMI of 25, which is one of your goals, but you still wanted to achieve more. So, first of all, what's changed since then? I, I obviously know, but the people listening probably don't know. So, what's changed for you since then? <clears throat> so I, I carried on where I was, um, just losing just a gentle bit of weight every single week. <clears throat> and um I think when I got to about May time, I hit what was then my goal, which was nine stone six, which took me to a BMI of, I think it was 22. Um, And I think mentally that's what I was ready for. I'd I'd sort of had that idea in mind that that might be roughly right. But until you get there, you don't completely know how you're going to feel about it. So um, I hit that in May and, and thought, yeah, I'll stay here. I'll maintain here. Um, and then for the next couple of months, I did find that my weight carried on drifting very slightly downwards, um, which which took me by surprise. Um, I'm not completely sure I want to be as low as I, I did get to, um, but it has stabilised a little bit. So it was all new to me at that point, being, uh, you know, that that low. <laughs> yeah. So when was the, so your weight now, you know, low nine stones sort of bracket, yeah. When was the last time you weighed that amount? If you know. Um, it, I was probably, I was probably 12 or 13. That, that, that long ago. So my teenage years, I was a pretty healthy 10 stone all the way through. Um, but this is completely new to me. Um, being, being this lean, I guess, and this, and this, uh, and this level of fitness. Completely new. And we've spoken about this a bit before, but you've mentioned then the bit you didn't expect was this sort of identity. You sort of lost your identity in losing, you know, it was about seven and a half stone. So how was that for you? Kind of what was the, what was that challenge like? That did take me by surprise, actually, because I think when you're, when you're losing weight, you're very focused on the journey. Um, well, I was personally, I was very focused on the journey and I was always trying to hit the next goal. So goals are really important to me as they are to everybody. And you, you hit the goal and you do what you can to achieve it. And then you tick it off and you move on. I hadn't really given very much thought to what happened at the end. 
um, and and so when I got there, it it really I hadn't had time to adjust at all, um, which I think is why it surprised me so much because at that point you think, well, what now? You know, I've had this goal for so long to be you know to be healthy and to be lean, and when you get there. Um, I wasn't prepared for what happened next. And what happened next really was that I didn't recognize myself. I didn't recognize myself in the mirror. I didn't recognize the things that I could suddenly do. You know, I, we've spoken, haven't we, Rob? I've been running up mountains and all sorts, you know, and, and I've never been able to do that before. And, and suddenly, you know, my achievements and the things that I've been able to do um, were not things that I recognized that I ever could. So um, that took me by surprise. Um, and it is an adjustment. It is a, a, a real adjustment and, and thrown into the mix. And again, something I haven't thought about at all is other people's reactions um, to, to, how, um, to how I've changed you know, on, a, on a physical. But it's also a mental thing as well. You know, I do believe that I am more confident. And because I believe I'm more confident, I suspect I do come across very slightly differently now. Um, to other people and and that reaction um, is not again something I had really planned for um, and, and I know we've spoken but a, a lot of people react in ways that you don't expect you know you do get a whole variety of, of reactions from people and you don't need to name names but is there any you know to give, give people examples because I'm sure lots of people have experienced this like, is there any one that stands out which was like a bit of a shock and how did you how do you kind of process that I think for, for myself you know close friends and family they're they're fabulously supportive you know they come out with things that um you know take you by surprise a bit um sometimes but they're on the whole you know people who love you are very supportive aren't they and they want the best for you I think the bits that um I found more challenging and I don't need to name names but it's it tends to be the peripheral friendship group you know people that you don't see very often perhaps people you don't know so well perhaps people who um you know certainly through covid i haven't seen people for like a lot of time so when people are losing weight very gradually you don't tend to notice do you but when you haven't seen someone for a year and a half and they have changed significantly i guess from another person's perspective is they don't know if you've been ill, they don't know your story. Um, and so that reaction, I think, is very much based on, uh, you know, people's individual places where they are at the time. And, and some people I, I have noticed have come out of the COVID lockdown uh, a little bit heavier, perhaps a little bit more unfit, perhaps a little bit more unhappy. Um, it's not everybody, but I think, you know, quite a lot of people I've met. And I think that's where some of the some of the negativity has come out um, when I've made just different choices to other people. So I think, you know, without obviously no names, but that that's the peripheral group that surprised me. And have you obviously you've worked on your mindset a lot through Trinity is one of the main things we do. Like what kind of mindset tools or what kind of strategies did you use to, to deal with that? Because I know you've, you've done that really well. The first, the first thing I think that I realised straight away is that you do need help with this. <laughs> you know, I can't, I can't, um, I'm not a counsellor, I can't process complex 
um, feelings and emotions on my own because you just spiral, don't you, into, well, what do you do next? So so reaching out to yourself, Rob, you know, that support has been absolutely invaluable to me. And, and quite often, it's quite matter of fact, isn't it? You get yourself all emotional. And then you speak to someone who, who, like yourself, has got, you know, that experience and that knowledge. And they just say, well, here's the facts. You know, this is what you can deal with. And that's that's really helpful is just to to take the emotion out of it, to look at the facts. Um, and, and so that that coaching has been actually probably more used to me when I reached my goal than it was during my journey when when everything every single week was was tick, was ticking the, the weight loss box so um you know that did take me by surprise but also you know not just asking for help you do have to I think make time for yourself again so I've sort of transitioned from really looking at um the, the thought transformer that's within Trinity where you you take a you know a, a sort of a thought and a, and a feeling and you truly analyze it to, to get to you know an, an alternate an alternative view that you can think through I've really moved on into sort of more true journaling where rather than um, sort of following a process step by step, I sort of allow myself to explore a little bit more, um, you know, how I'm feeling about things, <clears throat> but also storing up um, things for the future as to how I can deal with them, perhaps a bit more at source when they come in again. So that journaling has been, has been um, quite freeing for me. Yeah, I find journaling so powerful and the members that do transition into that, I find do you know, really amazing things because it's almost like counselling for yourself, as weird as that sound. You can't no, answer I, your own problems, don't you? I think you're right. And also, you know, that, that mind chatter that we all have, <clears throat> it gets out of your head and onto paper. <clears throat> and even if you never look at it again, um, that's quite, um, that's quite a, a meditative process on its own, isn't it? Is to, is to actually follow, you know, follow your thoughts onto paper and get them out of your head. Yeah, it lightens the load, I think. And I never really look back at my journal, but it just it just takes takes the weight off that and you can kind of move on. And obviously you've got a pretty stressful job as well. So I imagine if you kept everything bottled up inside, then it wouldn't, you know, it, it wouldn't end well. So what's what do you think are the key habits that are different for you now versus you, let's say, two years ago before you started this journey? Gosh, I would... I would say I'm probably, in terms of habits, a completely different person. I think the the mindsets that I've got, I've got things in my in my day that are very set in stone. And we've talked a lot about habits, haven't we? And how things yeah. become ingrained, and you don't even think about them anymore. Um, and and you know that that it brings me great comfort. Actually, I've thought a lot about the difference between sort of habits, rituals, that sort of thing, um, and to to have non-negotiables things that you have to do every day that you don't even have to argue with yourself because that's what you do (laughs) you know that's that's really helped me because I don't you know I made a decision a year and a half ago two years ago that this is what I was going to do actually it wasn't even two years ago it's where I started in January 2020 so um you know it's not even two years ago but there's things now that are so ingrained with habit that I don't have to think about them and that's really helpful like you said, when you've got a busy job, you don't want to be making decisions every day. You know, I have the same thing for breakfast every day. I always track what I eat. 
um, during my Trinity journey, when I was when I was um, you know losing losing um, actual fat, I would record everything before I ate it. I think one of the things that slid a little bit since maintenance, and it's not a problem to me because I'm accepting of it, is sometimes I catch up now. So sometimes I'll eat something, um, I'll take a photograph of it if we're out and about or something, and then I'll track it later. And there's that slight acceptance that actually, you know, I can do this. I've maintained, um, I've maintained my weight. I've, my biggest fear, I guess, that I would hit a goal and then go straight back upwards. Um, and that hasn't happened. So I've learned to trust myself. Uh, very much with that so 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 that's sort of the food and the mindset the exercise is absolutely completely changed as well because um I find if I don't exercise now I get quite it affects my mood <laughs> so getting out and doing my steps and uh, you know I, I absolutely love doing my weights at home I am um, you know I probably I probably um doing weights pretty consistently three times every week. Um, and I can do those in the living room, quite often the telly's on, you know, my husband's in the room. It's so easy, you know, and when you, like you said, when, you, when you're busy, getting off to the gym doesn't suit my lifestyle. So it fits perfectly um, and I really enjoy it. I think that's a really important point that you've done, you know, you've done what fits around your life. That is what we aim to do, obviously, but you've made sure it does work for you. So you can keep going. And I think that is a big fear of people. A lot of people is they'll lose the weight and then regain it like they may have done loads of times before. I, a lot of the time, because people don't give the, you know, give it long enough for the habits to ingrain. And you've obviously done that and you've given it that time. So you said, I know you kind of touched on this before. You said you've been doing loads of other stuff now, things that you couldn't do before. And you're kind of still kind of figuring out what you can do. What, give us some specific examples. What kind of stuff have you done um, this year that's like new to you that you wouldn't have considered doing before? So normally, you know, when um, when we go on holiday, there's there's always. I mean, we're, we're not lying on beach people. We're always quite active and adventure holidays and um, things like getting out and about during holiday. Usually, I would be struggling um, with lots of steps. I would be struggling, especially if there was a hill. God. If there was a hill, then uh, there would be there would be lots of opportunities to stop every ten step and take a photograph, um, <laughs> just to get my breath back, you know. Yeah. Um, and that that really has gone. And and it wasn't until I did it that I realised that actually, you know, I was I was walking up this mountain without even stopping and chatting away. And it just becomes it just becomes part of life, really. So 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 whether I would be able to stop or, or sitting and worrying about whether there was a chair halfway up or whatever that's all gone um you know it's not something I even thought about so 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 from a mindset point of view it's very freeing but that sort of thing's very freeing and um I'm I'm riding my horse loads more I'd love to ride even more but works gets in the way and but really when I was very very heavy I was putting off riding because I was too heavy really for my horse so I've actually bought a second horse who's much much smaller than the first so I can't put weight back on otherwise I wouldn't be able to ride Um, and that's uh, that's um, that's another a real mental push for me because that's what I love that's my hobby and that's what I love doing um just I've just bought a trailer so we can get out on adventures as well so that's a whole new thing and I'd never have done that I would never have dreamed of doing that um because going out and and sitting you know riding on your horse with people watching isn't something you want to do when you feel a bit big and uncomfortable um but you know bring it on (laughs) 
And have you have you noticed any change? I don't know where you're at with work, actually. Are you going back into the office? I think you're going in anyway, but you're going in more. And like, is that how you carry yourself at work? Has that changed at all? Uh, work really hasn't particularly changed for me in terms of going in. I mean, all through COVID, although there was a bit more working at home, um, we, we had to carry on servicing the laboratory. So I've carried on going into work. Um, that's not been a huge change for me. But I would say because other things are now important in the head, so exercise and sleep and being able to, you know, give it time to, 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 to give myself, I would say I'm actually doing less work um, in terms of hours. Um, so, so, you know, working two, three hours overtime every single day was pretty standard. And I, I would say I've pretty much cut that back. Um, just because oh, there's too much else I want to be doing um, than spending it at work. Um, and that feels really good. You know, that ticks the box all way. Um, and, uh, you know, you have to be a bit more efficient with work. But at the end of the day, it's, it's uh, I'm more important. So that's a realisation that's happened. I definitely see that, actually. That's a good point. And you know, quite a lot of people who perhaps lost themselves a bit and not feeling quite as good, they, you know, I, I definitely do this sometimes as well, bury yourselves in work to kind of, forget everything else and then you don't have other things to look forward to and it kind of spirals into more work and more work and more work and less energy and all of that has your, and has your energy changed at work at all like do you think you are able to be more efficient now or is it more just you've got this stuff to look forward to that, that kind of motivates you to, to get it done and go and do other stuff I think I do have more I do have quite a lot more energy um, but I think rather than the actual energy for getting work done, I think I'm, I'm more positive about it because I'm sleeping well and I'm fueling my body quite well and there's lots of exercise going on. So actually there's a, there's a positivity that you approach. It's sort of in your head, isn't it, really? Yeah. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm always a positive person with work. I like challenges and I like, you know, learning new things. Um, but it's, it's, it's that energy is, is not necessarily sort of running around energy. That's more sort of positive mental energy. Um, that comes from looking after yourself <laughs> yeah it's, it's crazy isn't it you kind of don't appreciate it I think until you've felt it because I know if I'm not feeling good you you really notice it when you feel good and then you don't but if you've not felt good for a long time it kind of becomes normal like do you think you were living like like that before you made all these changes like do you think you kind of just got you didn't even realize that you could feel any better it was just kind of how it was I think so. Yeah, I think so. And it's also much easier to spot it in other people, isn't it, than yourself. So I can look around my team and I can see people who aren't who aren't really looking after themselves for whatever reason, you know, particularly people with, you know, sick family members or, or yeah. whatever. You can really see that they're, um, you know, people's concentration at work slides because because life is is getting in the way. And so it's easier to see it in other people than yourself. Definitely. That's why coaching people is a bit easier than actually being the one <laughs> in the driving seat, so to speak. And um, on that note then, so you've just had your first grandchild, your grandson born. How do you foresee or how are you balancing that? Because I know, like you said, fa I think family is one of the biggest draws, especially for the type of women we coach. You know, a lot of women do tend to take on caring roles for parents or for children or grandchildren. How do you foresee you balancing that so you can maintain everything you've achieved? Um, there's, there's more to fit into life. I mean, my daughter and her, her family and, her, and my new grandson, they're an hour and a half away. So it's not, 
it's not like we can pop up every day, which is a shame. Um, my, my parents are quite elderly now and they're, they're down a couple of hours um, down south from us. So, so family up north, family down south. So we're sort of in the middle. Um, it's not going to be easy squeezing things in, but at the moment I love doing everything that I do. And so we'll have to find time for extra stuff. Um, so visiting family sort of once a week will have to fit in. Um, I don't yet know quite how that's going to work. Um, but I suspect things like the Sunday morning sitting around in a cafe reading the newspaper is one of those nice to haves, but not as important as as going to see family. So, you know, it's going to be a priority juggle every single week, I think. Um, but fun, you know, it's it's fun, isn't it? You can always you can always find everyone's got the same amount of time, but it's how you choose to use it. And you can always find what you want to do. I love it. I can hear your mindset there, you know, going <laughs> one way or another it's going to have to happen and that's when you have and that switch flicks which it does for a lot of people yeah you know, then, and also then your body your away. body talks to you so so I think when I think back a couple of years ago I would have probably just stayed up really late to get something done so I would have stayed up till one two in the morning to get a report finished or something and that would have been my steal time whereas now at sort of half ten at night my body's saying you can't you, you need to sleep you know and if you tune into what your body's telling you you know, it's the same when you don't eat for like ages and ages because you're busy. Your body, if you tune into your body, it says, actually, you need some fuel here. Yeah. <laughs> and the same is for sleep. So, so what I've stopped doing is stealing sleep time because mm-hmm. I can't function. Um, and you do have to have that awareness, I think, of, of, of yourself. Um, and I didn't have that. I would just see the, the task rather than where I sit with it. Absolutely. Yeah, that sleep thing. I also think if people are not exercising for whatever reason again, then you don't get as tired. So then your body isn't quite as ready for sleep, whereas obviously you're consistently doing loads of exercise now. And then therefore your body is kind of in a better rhythm. I wanted, to, yeah. I wanted to go back to, well, first of all, how, how do you feel about the, the future of maintaining now then? So you've kind of maintained where you got to seven and a half stone down, you know, how many dress sizes is it i don't know the numbers it was like 20 to 22 down to like 8 to 10 is that right or you're in it in all ways yes so i've i started at a size 22 i used to keep myself as a size 20 but i wasn't i was definitely a size 22 and uh, currently at the moment i'm somewhere between a six and an eight um i would prefer to be an eight because basically i've replaced my wardrobe so many times i don't want to do it anymore um, and, and when I got to maintenance and it carried on going down, I was a little tiny bit worried because there's only so far you want to go, isn't there? Yeah. Um, so, so I would like to, I would like to stay at about, I mean, my maintenance weight I set at nine, six, I'm currently at about nine, two, nine, three. I don't really want to go any lower. That that's it, um, for me. Um, but obviously there are more goals. I'd definitely like to be stronger. Yeah. I'd like to I'd like to be fitter like you like we all would I guess um but also it's a skill isn't it this this exercise it's a you get better at it the more you do um and there's always things to learn you know the the science behind how muscles work and and that sort of thing I find really fascinating so I, I'm, I'm always wanting to learn and I think certainly with Trinity you guys are very good at explaining the why as well as the the how um, and when you've got a scientist brain that's really important because then you can apply it and say actually I understand the consequences of this as opposed to just being told what to do it's like you know when 
you see these diets, you know, in the in the Sunday supplements in the papers, and they say just follow this diet for a week and you'll lose weight. You just think, well, I could, but but I, what have I learned here? <laughs> I've learned that I can read and follow something like a child. You know, if you understand it, um, if you understand it, then then you buy into it. And I think that's that's ongoing for me. That's absolutely ongoing. Yeah, definitely. If you can find a passion for that, that's that's really helpful because then you there's always more to learn. Like you said, I'm however many years, 12 years into strength training, still getting coached on stuff and still every week going, I've been doing that wrong for 12 years, but yeah. <laughs> but yeah. in, a, you know, in a positive way of like, oh, I can, I can improve it still. So you're feeling, how are you feeling then about that maintenance looking forward? Are you feeling, you obviously don't want it to drop down, but are you feeling confident you can keep it? We've talked about trying to keep it in a window. So like nine stone two to nine stone six, something like that. Are you feeling confident now that the habits are there and you're going to be able to do it? I am. If you'd asked me that three months ago, I'm not sure I'd have said a, a categorically yes, but I am now. And I think one of the things that has really helped for me is that massive understanding that your weight fluctuates. Um, and I don't think I ever really understood that because when you overeat, when you consistently overeat for your weight um, you don't have that understanding of things like hydration and sleep having an effect. You don't because, you know, if I put on weight, I just say, well, I've been a pig. So there was no there was no correlation with it. Whereas now, actually, because I'm monitoring what I'm eating and I'm understanding my body better, understanding that fluctuation in weight has taken all the meaning out of the numbers, because in my head, as long as I'm between a range and I know that I'm watching uh, essentially that I'm not overeating. I mean, it's not even, you know, I'm not even counting 100% calories. I would say I'm counting, you know, 90% of the time, roughly. Yeah. Uh, but that's good enough, you know. It doesn't take over life, but it's good enough. And it's perfectly possible forever um, because I quite enjoy it. Um, and it gives me that surety. But yeah, I, I found for me personally, understanding that weight isn't the same <laughs> as what what I feel <laughs> um that's been a real disconnect and I've only really got my head around that in the last few months um and now the number doesn't I haven't really got an emotional attachment to the number anymore and I think for me that's a real that was a real key in the door to unlock the fact that I'm not worried about the future because I mean I've just been on holiday for example um and I know we talked about this I've just been on holiday which is the first time I've been away during since covid actually um, and, and holidays, I guess, were the one I untried bit for me during my, my journey. Um, and it was so easy because, um, you know, there, there's, there's things that are important to me and you, you carry that in your heart wherever you are. You know, it doesn't matter where your physical body is on holiday or otherwise. It's the decisions that you make that go on in your brain. And that hadn't changed. It was still me making the same decisions. Um, and so that that really has helped. Um, so yeah, if you'd asked me three months ago, I'd have given you a different answer, but I think it's ingrained enough now that I've got a lot of level of trust in myself, really. That's exactly what I was going to say. It's all about trusting yourself. And as we've talked about before, it's that just takes time to prove to yourself, I can go on holiday and not gain weight, which is one thing we obviously help people with. I can get to a weight and maintain it. And for a lot of people, they've never done it before maybe because of what they've done is not unsustainable or they've not kept with the habits for long enough but once you've proven it to yourself I think everyone wants to be given that reassurance but you kind of have to prove it to yourself I think and give it a little bit of time to come and you obviously have been patient which is 
not what many people want with losing weight, but it is kind of what you need. I think you're right. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. And 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 also you get so many benefits, you know, the energy and the uh, you start to love yourself again. I think you start to trust yourself and love yourself again. And and like you said, realize that you're important. And and the idea of losing that now, there's more. It feels that I'd have more to lose than I would have to gain by just sort of starting to overeat again. So it's not that I mean, I love food. I mean, I eat loads. <laughs> you know, when I look at the food that I eat, it's not a it's not a volume thing. I'm not in any way deprived you yeah. know if I want to have something I have something but it's that it's that connect isn't it between decision and enjoyment as opposed to mindless stuff if you eat things mindlessly and that's where I was um so it's just that it's just that tuning in um and and once you you know like I said once you've you reaped the benefits who would want to go back you know if you've got the tools and the experience and the habits um yeah, it, it doesn't, that, that would feel like a, you know, that would feel like um, the worst thing. Um, and I'm not, it won't happen. So <laughs> I love it. The confidence is there. And the, as you said, yeah. I think when you realize how much you've got to lose when you've achieved so much, then, you know, you don't want to go back. You, 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 you've now so bought in. And I, th- I think the last thing I just wanted to ask you is like, I think I probably asked you this last time, but the answer may have changed. So I thought I'd ask you again is, if you were able to speak to the former version of yourself or someone in that sort of position, so, you know, you're dealing with injuries, you gained a lot of weight, you're sort of struggling with emotional eating and things like that, really working a hell of a lot um, with no balance. Like, what would you say to that person if you could, you know, to inspire them or to help them if they're in that position? Because I think a lot of people feel stuck and a lot of people completely understandably because they've been like that for so long feel Mm -hmm. like there's no, there's no hope anymore. Yeah. Uh, I can sum it up really in one sentence is go get help. Go get help. I think that's that's what I was doing. And I think that's what other people's doing is that they think that they can help themselves. And actually, it's really empowering to say, no, I need some help. And there's no shame in that. Like, we all aren't ex- can't be experts in everything. And we all need a bit of accountability and support, I think, at times. It's very easy Absolutely. to fail, you know, to, I don't like the word fail, but, you know, to quit on ourselves, I think, as well. So I think that's great and so simple. And it's so big, isn't it? It's so big. You know, where do you start? What's the most important thing? You know, where do you go? Yeah, just go go get help. <laughs> I love it. That's. I don't know what you said last time, but it was not as simple as that, but that's profound. So, <laughs> Lou, I just want to say again, thank you so much for joining us again to talk about the next stage of your journey. Look, I'm inspired to see where you go next. Um, I know you've got to get back to work now and you're kind of pitching a bit of work time. So I really, really appreciate it. That's great. That's, thanks for talking to me, Rob. It's been, it's been good to catch up. So thank you for listening to today's episode of the Trinity Podcast. If you've enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to hit that subscribe button inside your podcast app so you don't miss future shows. And also please leave us a quick review. It only takes two minutes. We do all of these shows completely for free to help you. So we'd really appreciate a quick review if it's helped you at all. So thank you again so much for listening and we'll catch you next week for the next episode of the Trinity Podcast.